Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. This is the latest in our series, The Life of a Song, and I'm Richard Clayton. This week, Apache. What links Burt Lancaster and the birth of hip-hop? Or pioneer rappers The Sugar Hill Gang and the B-movie The Thing With Two Heads? Or a Danish Eurovision winner and a Native American rebel? The answer is a tale as wild and random as the best kind of party night, and it revolves around the incredible bongo band's reworking of Apache, which was once described as the most crazed piece of orchestral funk ever recorded. The story begins in 1959, when the English songwriter Jerry Laudan was inspired by the Robert Aldrich film Apache. It starred Burt Lancaster as a brave holding out as Geronimo surrendered. Laudan wrote a stirring instrumental that he sold to the guitar whiz Burt Whedon, the man behind the 1957 book Play in a Day that taught generations of famous names, McCartney, Clapton and May among them. Whedon cut this version of the song, but his record company sat on it. Laudan was frustrated, and he passed the music on to the early rock group The Shadows. Their dramatic, hard-riding rendition of the song was released in July 1960, with Hank Marvin's twangy guitar to the fore, and it became an unexpected UK number one. Whedon's slower, almost wistful Apache snuck out the month after the Shadows version. It only made number 24. The February of the following year saw Jorgen Ingman, future Eurovision winner, take his cover to number two in America. Twinkly, even slightly prissy, it nevertheless ensured Apache was already something like a phenomenon. Later, in 1961, the country singer Sonny James did a vocal version. Alone, all alone by the campfire, she dreamed of her love, he croons. Cheesy, but curiously affecting, his ballad is just waiting for Quentin Tarantino to rediscover it. Only silver dove, sweet 
There were three other guitar versions of Note in the 1960s. The first by the surf rocky band The Ventures, the second by the fuzzier Davy Allen and the Arrows, and the third by those bad acid growlers, the Edgar Broughton Band. By the flower power era, however, Apache was evocative of a squarer time. It needed a Hollywood makeover to become a dance floor smash and one of the most sampled tunes in history. Enter MGM's soundtracks director, Michael Viner, and The Thing with Two Heads. Viner was tasked with providing incidental music for that schlocky 1972 flick. One of his numbers, Bongo Rock, caught on enough that he reconvened the session musicians who had made it to record an album of the same name. This group, which included the Motown conga player King Erison and the Pet Sounds and Derek and the Dominoes drummer Jim Gordon, was hastily dubbed the Incredible Bongo Band. Track two on their soon-to-be-obscure 1973 LP was an infectiously percussive, horn fueled and organ-driven Apache. The track came to the attention of a Bronx DJ, a Jamaican known as Cool Herc. He claims the credit for extending the percussion break on Apache, together with similar tracks or a copy of the same record. His so-called merry-go-round sent clubbers hype. By the end of the 1970s, such breakbeats had emerged as the cornerstone of hip-hop, as joyously confirmed by the Sugar Hill Gang's 1981 Apache, complete with exhortations for Tonto and Kimo Sabi to jump on it. The Incredible Bongo Band broke up in 1974. King Erison later toured with Neil Diamond, and Michael Viner became a publisher who died of cancer in 2009. Jim Gordon, a schizophrenic drug casualty, remains in prison for murdering his mother in 1983. Their break has been looped and chopped, spliced and diced, repackaged and repurposed by artists from LL Cool J to Missy Elliott and Moby to Goldie. There's even an entire documentary about it, 2013's Sample This. But if that seems to take things too seriously, check out the Tommy Seaback Band's ineffably camp 1977 disco rock Apache. It's hard to believe it's not some mighty Bush-style Mickey take. All the same, you'll want to dance. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts.
Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.